today, I'm really excited. We're going to talk about youth representation and youth voice. Youth-led voices are so important. Welcome to the Real Talk About Children's Mental Health podcast, brought to you by the Children's Center in Midtown Detroit. I'm your host, Laura Lefever, and I have the pleasure of being the Director of Community Projects at the Children's Center. In each episode, we'll get real about the unimaginable mental, social, and behavioral health challenges faced by Detroit's most vulnerable children and families every day. Why is this important? Because at the Children's Center, we're passionate about healing children. We believe every child deserves a chance to succeed, to become the amazing person they were born to be. Because we know when you lift a child's spirit, you ultimately lift an entire community. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk about children's mental health. Today, I'm really excited, as I'm always excited about these podcasts. Uh, We're going to talk about youth-led services. Uh, If you follow me on Twitter, Uh, You will often hear me speak about youth representation and youth voice. Youth-led voices are so important. And so today, as I'm sitting here being warm, drinking a hot cup of tea, I have with me Tiana McLean, who is the Youth Regional Specialist at the Children's Center for Youth United. Uh, Hello, Tiana. How are you on this cold winter day? I am warm. So thank you so much. How are you? I am great. I, w- I wanted to bring up the weather because you can't ignore the fact that it's a cold, snowy winter day in Michigan. And, you know, it is what it is, right? Right. <laughs> so thank you, Tiana. I want, I want, you heard me say just a second ago about youth voices and youth representation. And really, that is the work that you have been doing for several years. Um, you, you're at the Children's Center doing youth-led services in support with Detroit Wayne County. And so I really want to give you just the platform to speak about what Youth United is all about. And so I'm just going to turn it over to you and let's just get right into it. Thank you again. Um, so I'm Tiana McLean. I am the Regional Youth Specialist with Youth United. Um, so Youth United is a youth-led initiative whose purpose is to promote positive youth voice and youth development throughout Wayne County system of care. So what exactly does that mean? Um, That means that we are the voice for you. Um, We have quite a few different platforms to be that voice. Um, Youth United has three focus areas. So we focus on leadership and training. That's one area. Then we have advocacy and then we have stigma. Um, So we are broken up into three different regions, which um, each region lead one of those focus areas. We have our East region at Black Family Development. Their focus area is the training and leadership. Um, so they do things like um, build our training manuals. So we have quite a few different trainings by you for you, where we have a whole training manual dedicated to that. So they're responsible for putting on those trainings from the training manual. They host multiple events, one like the Courageous Conversation event where they touch on different topics for youth, um, whether that's the school to prison pipeline um, conversation, they talk about mental health. And then we have one coming up about bullying. So um, we have the Courageous Conversation events just for youth to be able to come and talk about those tough topics. Um, then we have our stigma region. So that's our Northwest region. Mm-hmm. They're located at Development Center. So their focus is the stigma. Also, our social media, social marketing region as well. So 
They do things like our stigma busting workshops, letting others know what stigma is and how do we barrier bust. Um, they have our social media presence. They also run events like our Spotlight Awards. So every year we dedicate um, an award ceremony towards youth. So we nominate different youth in the community for various different categories where we have our Spotlight Award. And then we have our advocacy region, which is the region that I supervise and manage, um, which we focus on advocacy and advisory. So we have just different things like our Youth Move Detroit Youth Advisory Council. We have youth forums. We have like our pandemic and protest events. We do a lot of different things focused around policies, um, committees. So sitting on committees, having youth be the voice at various committees, um, and just different things like that. And then as a whole, we all collaborate on various other events for youth. So like our Children Mental Health Awareness Day, um, where we highlight children's mental health in May. And then we have like a youth summit, which is like a youth forum for youth with different workshops um, that statewide. And then we have various other events. So, whew, Tiny, that's a lot. You all are busy, busy, busy with yes. youth voice and be and youth at the table. And, you know, you mentioned systems of care. So for those who are listening and not familiar with the term systems of care or SOC, because, you know, in our work, we use a lot of acronyms. Um, but for those listening and who don't know, can you share with us what the systems of care, what does that mean within Detroit Wayne County? So the system of care is just a body of different services. So we have like our um, juvenile justice system, foster care, child welfare, special education, um, just different services in those nature where they come together as a collaborative body. So um, it's just a body of different services for youth and families. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, recently I had a conversation um, with our youth, uh, our YPSS um, uh, individuals providing youth peer support services, I should say. Um, you know, fatherhood is involved in that, um, our wraparound services. So everything inclusive um, that services children and families is within that systems of care framework, including Youth United, youth-led uh, services as well, correct? Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Tiana, you, you know, I mentioned that you've been doing this for a while, but you started, you know, this uh, as, as a youth leader. Uh, as well, but you don't do this work alone. Um, describe to us who also works. So we have these youth regional specialists as you are one for the central region, but who else is doing this work? Who's on your team? Um, so we have a collaborative body. We have three different agencies where we have uh, youth involvement specialists who kind of foresees all three different regions. And then we have a regional youth coordinator like myself, um, at each of the different regions. So we have one at the Children's Center, one at Black Family Development, and we also have one at Development Centers. And then we have youth advocates. So our youth advocates are the ones that take on these various different projects and really lead the youth work. Um, and they're also one of our main critical pieces of our program, mm -hmm. being the youth that have lived experiences and have various different um, experience within the system of care, so various dis different systems. Um, we have three, about three youth advocates per region um, where we all just lead the work. And in addition to our 
youth advocates. We also have our Youth Move Detroit, which is our youth advisory council. So that's when we ask youth that are not staff, that are from the community, that have these lived experiences, that also want to have youth voice to be a part of, you know, creating change and making a difference and doing various different projects to be the voice for youth. So we have our youth involvement specialists, our three youth um, regional youth coordinators, and then we have our youth advocates and then Youth Move Detroit to um, also help drive the work. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of young people who are involved that work to make this happen. Tiana, you, uh, let's talk a little bit. You, you use the term uh, youth with lived experience. Um, what does yes. that mean, someone with lived experience? Um, so typically, if anyone has had experiences within the various different mm-hmm. systems, so um, if there was someone who was involved in child welfare or the juvenile justice system, um, it could be a youth that has been through foster care um, or, you know, special education or just different education needs. or um, So youth that have been the recipients of services. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, who can also drive the work, who can also, you know, like have that voice and be able to share their experiences. as well. Right. And that's so important when we talk about youth voices at the table, because really what you and your team and the youth advocates do, really, you're you place yourselves at different tables. And when I say that, those tables that do make policy decisions or discussions around the work for youth, uh, whether it be juvenile justice, child welfare, mental health these young people are really there at the table to give support recommendations um, how systems are working well or maybe not working well. That's exactly, that's exactly their roles. Um, It's to share those experiences. So um, as you mentioned, I started off as a youth advocate and one of the things that I did was I would, you know, share my story through poetry and I would tell my story and then um, youth on my team, they also have stories, which, you know, we, develop like creative ways to tell our stories and then advocate for youth who have been through various different systems. So being the ones who have been through systems, being able to advise on those systems and advise on policies and talk about different services and make res- um, recommendations, different things like that. So, yeah. And, and I have to say, Tyana, I'm a big fan of yours. Um, I, I say that all the time because uh, you know, as you mentioned, you know, you're you're an individual who started off as a youth advocate um, and was so brave and continues to be so brave, brave as you tell your story and your journey. And you do that through your poetry, which uh, for everyone listening in, uh, we'll have to schedule some time, Tiana, to have you do some of your poetry um, as well as you're an author. Um just a fantastic journey that you had that you're able to tell. Um, and I say fantastic journey of, of being someone with lived experience who now serves as an advocate for other youth to be able to share their voice. And that's not easy. Um, oftentimes to be able to share someone's personal journey and you do such an eloquent job of, of, of promoting um, youth voice and sharing your uh, story. It's just incredible. How do you and the youth, how do you help support and give encouragement to young people to be able to share their personal stories? Um, well, first, I want to thank you. Oh, oh, that was really you're welcome. Um, I am. I'm you fan. I have just the utmost respect for you. But go ahead. Tell us. Tell us how you make it happen. 
Um, so we have various different ways. I mean, one of the most important things is you want to see other youth. You want to know that they're not alone. Um, you want to hear stories. So one of the different things that I did develop was, you know, a creative way to tell my story. Because I know that there are youth out there that may want to share their story as well. Um, we have different platforms where we give youth the opportunity. Once after we share our stories, um, we have different ways of maybe um, hosting different events where youth can share their stories, giving them the opportunity to, um, or offering various different resources. There are so many different resources in Wayne County, so many youth groups, so many um, youth resources, family resources. So we are well connected when it comes down to resources. So if you want to talk about something or if something comes up whenever there's a hot topic um, or a trending topic or something that a youth may want to talk about, we find creative ways for them to do so. Right. Um, having our Youth Advisory Council meetings, we talk about various different things. We offer space at our Youth Advisory Council meetings, our Youth Move Detroit meetings, um, for the youth to, to talk about things that they just want to talk about. And then we create projects based off of what youth may want to talk about. Right. So, but, oh, go ahead, Chayana. Go ahead. Um, we identify various different um, things and barriers that youth may be facing, challenges. Um, and then we figure out ways to barrier bust and to talk about different things with youth. That's fantastic. When... So what are the age ranges? So if I'm a parent listening in and saying, gosh, I have, you know, a young person in my life who could really benefit from the connectivity, even just the connectivity um, now with other youth their age, what's the age of the young people that you're working with? So we are working with youth ages 14 to 25. Um, however, we are, you know, well connected with the family as well. So we do have opportunities for the family to come together as a whole for various events. But our targeted age range is 14 to 25. And you, you mentioned the family. This is work that you just this work doesn't solely just include the youth, which the youth voice is so important. But the events that I've attended that you and the Youth United teams have hosted, it's really a family affair, isn't it? Definitely, definitely, because it, it takes a village. It takes a village for everything that we do. So we find ways to make youth a voice. So giving youth voices, um, we also want to include the family. So sometimes youth aren't able to just attend something by themselves. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, we prior to COVID, when we had like in-person events, maybe there was times where they couldn't just get dropped off or just different things like that. And they will have the whole family come to the event, which is definitely okay with us. We do have um, certain events where we would advertise it as like a youth only, maybe like our youth summits and just different things like that. But um, family is important to us as well. So we do offer various projects and events for families. So when we talk about the events, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back uh, when we did things in person and, you know, we're going to get back there. Um, and so I want to talk about, I want, I want you to share with us some of the events. What, when you say events, because there's so many things that you do, but can you highlight a couple of the events that you've done and, and then lead us to um, now we're in, into COVID and things have changed a little bit in terms of in-person gatherings. Um, take us, when you take us from what you've done 
as live events, but take us to what you're doing now to keep youth involved um, as we can't gather uh, in large crowd in large crowds. Um, so previously, we used to have a lot of in-person events, as everyone do know, um, or for those who do know. Um, we used to have different things like our Children Mental Health Awareness Day, where we would highlight Children Mental Health Awareness Day, and we would do things like carnivals and um, just various different events, workshops and all kinds of just fun days in the field to just highlight Children Mental Health Awareness Day, talk about mental health services. Um, and now we've moved into a virtual platform. So we're still continuously engaging youth and families within Children Mental Health Awareness Day. However, we'll do it on Zoom and we'll have great, you know, keynote speakers and presenters and panelists and just different things like that. Same um, as we have done with our Youth Summit. So now we just moved a lot of things to virtual. Um, we had our pandemic and protest event, so we can still have music and we can still have fun and we can have conversations and icebreakers and activities. Yeah, it's been real impressive, Tiana, to, some to, other to really see um, you really take the work and you said, look, you know what? We're not going to be able to gather in person. So you just really turned it on a dime and said, you know what? We're going to take this to social media. And you and the team uh, of youth advocates have done a really great job of hosting those virtual events, um, like you said, on Facebook Live. And I know you have a social media page, Youth United page, as well as Youth Move, and really working to interview different individuals. You spoke about uh, the pandemic, pandemic and protest, which was really great. You're partnering with different organizations to get information out to the young people, um, one, to help with that connectivity and to give them, as you would say, just that opportunity for voice and leadership. And it's just really phenomenal, um, the work that you've been able to do via the social media platforms. Um, Tiana, let's, let's talk about, I want to make sure that we have everyone informed about how to get connected with Youth United and Youth Move. And so can you share with us, um, so again, I'm a parent, I'm listening, or I'm a, I'm a young person listening and saying, hey, this is great. How can they get connected with you? How, what, where, what's the uh, social media platforms? Um, so if anyone wants to be connected with Youth United, so again, that's all three organizations. That's our leadership and training, our advocacy, our stigma. If anybody wants to get connected with the overall Youth United, they would go to Facebook or Instagram and type in WC Youth United. So W-C-Y-O-U-T-H-U-N-I-T-E-D. For those who are interested in Youth Move mm -hmm. Detroit, which is Youth United's youth group. So Youth United created a, a space for youth in the community to join us. Join us to um, join us with preparing our events, our project adding in input, telling us what you guys want to have or who you want to invite or just different speakers, we created a platform for you. If anybody who are 14 to 25, anybody who's interested in joining Youth Move Detroit, um, they can find us on Facebook at Youth Move Detroit. So if you just type in Youth Move Detroit, you'll find us. And then on Instagram is Youth Move underscore Detroit. So Y-O-U. T-H-M-O-V-E underscore 
B-E-T-R-O-I-T. Um, and that's on Instagram. So um, we do so many different things. We know that some youth are, yes. you know, Zoom fatigue or, you know, out of being on virtual sometimes. So we try to find fun ways to still keep youth engaged. So you'll see giveaways. You'll see us coming on and have a conversation so you can watch and laugh and just, you know, have some fun. You'll see some spirit weeks sometimes. You'll see quite a few just different I, ways. I think it's great. And like you, you, so you made a good point, Tiana. Um, you know, we're all faced with the Zoom fatigue. And, and I know our young people are as well. Um, those who are in, you know, we, we're, you're working with 14 to 25 year olds. And, you know, oftentimes they're in school. Um, they may be starting college or um, other, you know, other internships or just various things of responsibilities that they have that are now virtual. But as you said, you're, you're working to heighten that engagement by sometimes just having that conversation and having laughs because the work can be very serious. Um, the subject matters can be very serious. But I know that you are working to really look at multiple ways of engagement. I, and um, you go live a couple of times a month, though, right, on your social media platforms? Yes. Every Wednesday we go live on Facebook um, on our Youth Move Detroit page. Um, we have various different guests come on, speakers. Um, in the past, we've had guests like NAMI Detroit. So that's like the National mm -hmm. Alliance for Mental Illness, the Detroit chapter. Um, we've had MDHHS. So um, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, we had them come on. We had Robin Floyd from Balanced Care. She came and talked about um, various different self-care services, workshops, um, various things we had a couple of partners that we partner with so like journey to healing detroit heals detroit caleb's kids all of those are um, youth organizations that focus around um, the needs of youth in various different um, capacities so we invite our youth move detroit members on to talk about their experiences and we just have guests um just lined up so we have some guests that you know coming soon or you know just various different things we anybody any resources that we have available we um ask our partners to just come join us and talk to the youth about the services just great work that you're doing um keeping everyone involved keeping this work going during some difficult times you've really found and maximized uh the social media platforms and 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 your partnerships um, are growing, which is so nice. And so you're bringing the resources to our youth and families, because as you said, there's resources that are out there that may be untapped because our youth aren't aware of them. And so you're bringing some awareness to other youth-led organizations, which is really great. And again, giving that voice and platform to our young people with lived experience. Um, again, you know, having those conversations around mental health can difficult and I, I've seen firsthand the work that Youth United and Youth Move uh, have has and are doing um, to help lead that youth voice and so just want to really thank you for your time and sharing and so everyone um, please tune into um, the social media platforms Tiana mentioned uh, again you can find Youth Move and Youth United on Facebook Instagram and Twitter and, you know, I encourage you to check it out. 
Um, the, I love what you do, Tiana. You guys have the little spin the wheel too for your giveaways. I thought that was really great. I'm like, look, look at this. Look how creative you all are. So Tiana, thank you for your work. Thank you for your time. I'd love to welcome you back. I think I mentioned to everyone that you are a fantastic poet as well as an author. You have written a book, a self-care book, correct? Yes. I would love to welcome that you is back correct. Um, to share your poetry as well as to discuss uh, what led you to, to writing the self-care book. So um, I hope you take me up on the invitation. Yes, definitely. And thank you so much um, for providing me the opportunity to come talk with everyone. Is there any other upcoming events that you have going that you want to share with everyone? I don't want to walk away. I don't want us to leave without that being mentioned. Um, I just want to say if, if there are any um, parents who have youth or any youth listening in, um, if you are between the ages of 14 to 25, um, I would love to work with you. I would love to engage um, you within our projects, our activities, um, and various different things on our Youth Move Detroit um, group. So if anyone is out there, I would like them to email me if you can. Um, my email address is tmcclain at thechildrencenter.com. So that's T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N at T-H-E-C-H-I l-d-r-e-n-s-c-e-n-t-e-r dot com um and then tune in to our facebook lives tune in um to our various different events we are working on our next children mental health awareness day event that will take place in may uh, we're also working towards the youth summit we have tons and tons of resources available on our pages um, both the Youth United page and the Youth Move Detroit page. Um, and we have various opportunities for youth to come work with us. So if you're a youth peer support specialist listening in or have youth peer support specialists at your agency, youth groups like Cornerstone um, or various different youth groups that, you know, maybe in the community. So um, it could be a dance group. You know, we, we connect our youth to various different resources. It could be a recreation center. Um Anybody that's listening, just send me an email, say, <laughs> yeah. hey, join our Facebook lives if you can um, and check out our stories because we are um, people who have lived experience as well. Recently, we shared our Youth Unmasked video um, on the Youth Unmasked video. We had one of our Youth Move Detroit former vice, pres vice president who came and she talked about her story. We had three youth advocates and myself, we all shared a little piece of ourself um, and our lived experiences. So check us out and listen to our stories and um, let us know some of yours. Everyone, uh, go to Youth United on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Check them out. Tiana, will make sure that we have your information on the Children's Center Real Talk About Children's Mental Health um, page. So we'll have some inform information there where people can... If they didn't catch your email address or the information, it'll land there on uh, the Real Talk page with the Children's Center for you all to reach out. So, Tiana, continue to do the great work that you're doing, and we'll bring you back because we've got more conversations to have. 
That's it for this episode of the Real Talk About Children's Mental Health podcast. Our mission, going all the way back to 1929, is to help children and families shape their own futures. If you like this episode, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And please, please share with your friends on social media. The more people we can reach with the information we share on this podcast, the more children and families we can help get the care they need and deserve. Thank you for listening to the Real Talk About Children's Mental Health Podcast. I'm Laura LaFever, and until next time, remember to live, love, and laugh by being intentional about helping children to heal, grow, and thrive.